Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today we're talking about a movie called Cemetery Gates. I remember seeing this trailer three years ago. Never had a chance to get around to it though, but um... I saw this one on my Roku on Tubi TV, so you got to see it for free, though. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, this movie had Reggie Bannister in it. You may know him from the Phantasium series. But he's not, like, the lead actor in this movie. But, of course, they got to put his name just to sell it, you know? Um, I remember hearing a lot of bad reviews for this movie long ago when it was released. But, again, I just didn't care about it at the time, you know? Because there was other movies at the time I was reviewing. So, like I said, I got a chance to review it now, so... The movie's about these, um... Two activists, they cannot assign... A, a animal, a scientific type of animal in a... Animal testing lab. Yeah, I know, right? The story's nothing new, right? What they heard about this before from another mo- movie, right? Anyway... They take the animal with them... And suddenly the animal's released... Around cemetery gates... Killing people in the forest... And in the cemetery later on, but this movie is like non-stop killing. I ain't gonna lie. Like this, like majority of this movie is just this monster killing people. You know, there's blood and gore, yeah, but still, damn, give some room, give some story to it. But there is a story to this movie also. You got the scientist, which is replaced the scientist's father, who was in charge of the testing animal that that was escaped. There's, they got kidnapped by the two activists and escaped. Um, also, the son and father, who's the scientist, Richard Master's character, the son, he don't get along with his dad because, you know, it's like he's more towards his work, pretty much. So his son and his friends want to shoot a movie at, over at Cemetery Gates. And, of course, like I said, the monster's just killing people around. Later on, a few of the survivors will have to face the monster and try to survive. Now, the acting is like, B-movie acting, very cheesy. Um, it didn't bother me because it's like... That's what we were expecting this type of movie. You always see how it was going. And the people behind it. I guess, to me, they were having fun with it, whatever. Um, the monster in this movie, the Tasmanian Devil Monster, was... Um, cheap special effects. It wasn't CGI or nothing. But it was major, majorly cheap, you know. And you know what? I actually liked it. Um, this movie to me is an alright movie, it's not the best mo- monster creature feature movie out there, but you cannot take a series at the same time. But I did enjoy it anyway. Some type of gauge, I said definitely check this one out if you like bad B movies. Peace out, and see you later, guys and gals. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about the movie Chella. And, um, this is a movie I grew up during my childhood, but I never noticed, that, no, noticed it as a TV movie, you know? Because I did mention this movie on a video cassette growing up. Besides that, um, this movie is about like people being frozen, and then one of the people woke up from the frozen state. Um, they revive him, and pretty much he comes back home. 
um, his story is that his mom is super rich, and you know that and he, and pretty much a dead son who's who's alive now. He's gonna take over the family business. What you're gonna figure out that he kind of acts kind of like cold, like he has no emotion, no feelings, and and people start getting tortured or or even people die when he's around pretty much. Um, later on, as the movie progresses, and this is a very pretty fast-paced movie too, in a way, when you think about it, because it got to the point for what it is, and since this is being being a TV movie, it does have that TV movie style and feel to it. Once I found out it was a TV movie, <laughs> um, you find out that the sons, someone to hurt people, and um, wants to run the business the way he wants to run it. Uh, when the mom don't want to believe how how mean the son is, when the priest got injured because of him, he was he was alive. He told the mom that your son have no soul. And when I when I uh, when I see the priest talking about the no soul concept. And they've been horror movies with the no soul concept before. I just felt like the way they did it here was really good, in my opinion. And I know this movie's getting bad reviews and stuff, even to this day. But I like it, you know. And Wes Craven is one of the icons that actually directed this movie too, so that was kind of interesting. So this is one of his earlier work, also. Um, the finale. I actually like the finale of the movie, the ending of it. The acting was good, in my opinion. TV movie soundtrack, and you know that TV movie soundtrack. Gotta love it. Um, I enjoy this movie, you know. Uh, if they did like a remake to this movie, I believe it might be more detailed, I would say. And um, there's another thing that, there's one little nitpick I do have to say about this movie. I don't, I don't recall when I was watching this movie again, I still don't recall them talking about how, the, how did the son die in the first place, you know. Unless it is the DD scene for this movie, who knows? But besides that, an enjoyable movie. And of course, the villain who, play, who plays the villain in this movie is Michael Beck. You may recognize him as the warrior and and other move and other movies he was in also. So Michael Beck is one of those iconic actors you see around, you know. Especially growing up in, your, in my childhood, you know. Anyway, peace out and see you later. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about the movie Catwoman on the Moon. And this is a movie I knew about years ago, man. But I never get around to it. Still, one day, one of my favorite music groups called the Shakespeare Sisters, right? And they got this awesome song growing up, when I was growing up, excuse me, called Stay. Which is a fantastic song. If you guys don't know what, do not know what I'm talking about, guys and gals, Google it, YouTube it. You can check that video out right now. Shakespeare Sisters, Stay. But they had an interview with them, a behind-the-scenes interview about the about the video and where you get the ideal from. And one of the sisters mentioned she got it from this movie. And I kid you not, you know, and I can understand why she got it from this movie. But um, with that being said, Catwoman on the Moon was about these astronauts, right? Crash-landed on the moon. Well, not crash-landed, they landed on the moon. And they found out that the moon is inhabited by females, well, one of the astronauts is a female, but her mind is, like, warped to these women. You know what I'm saying? And it's pretty much these women trying to, like, seduce these guys, kill them, pretty much take them out, pretty much. Because they men. <laughs> you know? But the the movie is only one hour, and it's, like, to me, I see reviews for this, you know, like, it, it pretty much they're bad reviews. But for me, 
I like the movie. It's pretty good for what it was, you know. For remember, this is from the fifties, you know. So the style of movies back then is different than, of course, now of this era. What movies mean evolve and improve with technology, special effects, and so on. Of course, if you see all these fifty science fiction movies, you already know the style of it already. You got the fifty science fiction music, cheap special effects, you know. But one thing you gotta love about these movies, to me. The acting is always good, though. It's like, for me, it's like, you be captivated by the acting, like the classic 50s-style acting, you know, especially with the females, man, with the gorgeous, beautiful, classy look, you know? Not like the trash we see today in this era, but still. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like trashy women, too, but, you know. And another one with some classy women out there, too. I love I love women that could be classy. But, yo... Gorgeous acted by the lead actress of the lead female astronaut. Let me just say that. Um, the story is, is simple, of course, but as the movie progresses, you find that one of the women actually like one of the astronauts. So you can see where the Shakespeare sister got their ideals from for this movie. But all in all, I personally enjoyed it. So anyway, Catwoman on the Moon, definitely check it out. Peace out, and see you later, guys and gals.